the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bring the day. Then we kick back and relax in the evenings. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The 10th anniversary of the Boston Marathon bombing will be marked with a wreath laying at the finish line to remember those who were killed. A day of community service will also be part of the event. Also, a chance for the public to gather and reflect on the tragedy. At the NRA convention in Indianapolis, Indiana on Friday, former President Trump promised the crowd that he would work to defend and expand gun owners' rights if he winds up back in the White House. They want to take away your guns while throwing open the jailhouse doors and releasing bloodthirsty criminals into your communities. They want to abolish your borders and impoverish your families while spending your money on endless and very, very stupid foreign wars. A number of leading Republicans also also turned out for the event, including former Vice President Mike Pence and Florida Governor DeSantis joined the gathering via video conference. This is SRN News. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now, I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a Frisca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange dog. Strange dog. We finally made it to campus. Welcome, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Thank you for joining us today. Little rainy day. Actually, my phone tells me we're getting uh, three inches of snow, and I don't care. Actually, I want all the snow I can get because I want the record. I just want it. I don't know why. Uh, congratulations to the Timberwolves last night. You get a chance to play the number one seed. Uh, best of luck to you. Yeah, you know what? Let's let's go Wolves. I'm 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 a Celtics fan. I fully admit because. You can hear in my voice, I'm actually from New England, uh, and so I grew up rooting for Boston, and so I will 
I will cheer for them, but I want the Wolves to do well. Um, and uh, and I promise you, um, I have never taken a swing at one of my teammates. Um, but um, <laughs> Spencer, I don't know, man. Um, they're they're not easy to root for, but root for them anyway. Uh, anyway, 651-289-4477, number to call questions and comments. Uh, tax weekend for many of you, right? Uh, I want to um, express my condolences. Thankfully, you actually have till Tuesday. Um, I got my, I got my, I usually do this. I usually wait till the weekend before the 15th. Um, and usually it's sort of, it, it goes like this. Can I go golf? No, the course isn't open. All right, I'll do my taxes. And so I got them done. But, uh, but one of the fun things, uh, uh, during the news, during the news reading, uh, there was mention of laying the wreath, uh, at the, uh, at the finish line of the Boston Marathon. Uh, the marathon's a point-to-point, so you're actually coming from deep in the suburbs of Boston into downtown, and the wreath is down there at the finish line. Uh, and um, and and I I don't know if I've ever told this story on air before. I was uh, so it's always on a Monday, and it always comes up because it's always it's usually this Monday right around um, right around tax day, and it's usually the reason why you end up having a few extra days because they can't process tax returns on the Monday in Massachusetts. Okay, it's a state holiday, uh, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, if if you've ever want if you ever want to really enjoy the full experience of being in Boston, my suggestion is you go to watch the the beginning of the marathon, drive down to Fenway Park. Get inside and get seats out in the bleachers. Get the cheap seats so that you can look outside at the back of the park and you'll see the the run comes pretty much right by you. Uh, and it's a, it's just it's just like the best time. But I remember the on the Patriots Day when the bombing happened. I was substituting radio for somebody here in the St. Cloud area, and they did they had an afternoon drive show, so it was two o'clock here. Um, and the and, and it's interesting that the that the bombing actually got reported ten minutes into the show, um, and it was a most surreal experience. I would argue with and I used to do with uh, our colleagues in the North Alliance Radio Network, uh, Mitch Berg. I've done it with I think I've done one with Brad, but in the days back when we did with Ed Morrissey and in the original North Alliance Radio Network crowd. We would do the uh, we would do election returns. Nothing like being in, being on radio while people are trying to describe what's happening at the Boston Marathon uh, during during the bombing that happened there. Uh, just just a surreal experience. Anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven number to call with questions and comments. Going to be kind of a different sort of a little little. Um, little bit uh, more random free form topic show today why because nothing really happened this week right it's almost like the entirety of dc wall street and everybody else took the week off and went to work on their tax returns i assume that's what happened because they're really you know i'm digging around I'm digging around through uh, sound clips through the week. I, it, it's, April's always a busy time in a university anyway. Uh, academics kind of lose their brains right around the last three weeks of April because you're coming up on you're coming up on spring commencement. You're getting ready to go away for summer, and you realize all these things you still need to get done before you can sort of button up your office and and uh, enjoy enjoy ten weeks of presumably going out to do some research but for many of them that research happens in a nice uh in a nice quiet space outside of the outside of the city um and so it's almost like the entirety of of policy making and so forth didn't really do anything so let's tick through some of the data we saw on the week the biggest one being, you know, and, and you would think, 
because I think when I did the plug for this show last week, I said it's going to be inflation week, right? The inflation report really wasn't that big a deal when you get right down to it, right? The inflation report was, was frankly, um, was up one-tenth of one percent uh, for the month. Uh, checked in very, very, uh, very moderate. But if you dig down in it, you find you find out really that inflation is still stuck well above where you would think it should be. So core prices were up four tenths percent. That's what we expected. And if you go to the twelve month comparison, it went up from five point five percent to five point six percent. Right. If you take out that super core, so if you take out the housing number. So the Fed says it's watching core, but when you hear Chair Powell speak, they often refer to super core and they take out the rents. That number is still up 5.2% in the first quarter of 2023 now. You almost cannot get anyone to agree that inflation is coming down. So I read this bizarre and I will tell you I thought it was bizarre a piece by oh, I didn't even clip it out that uh, you now have uh, wonky tweets, Twitter threads from Paul Krugman trying to explain that inflation isn't as bad as you think it should be. Um I think that view is wrong. I think inflation is still as difficult as now as it was before the announce before the Wednesday CPI report. I think supercore is still the supercore number would still argue for a 25 basis point increase from the Fed and that meeting is coming up in 3 weeks. All right, so we're, we're, we're beginning to get signals here that it's coming. I've got a couple clips from a couple Fed governors that would make you think that governors and presidents, all of which point me to the idea that the Fed actually is going to raise rates again. And, and, and the conversation is, well, can they really do that with banks as weak as they are? But the question then is, are banks really as weak as you think they are? And I don't, I don't think the... I So you have to, in my mind, differentiate between two things. On the one hand, you have the financial system. And the Fed is committed and tasked with making sure the financial system works. But an individual bank, if they can have a bank, quote unquote, blow up without impacting the broader financial system, that's okay. They didn't feel like they could do that with Silicon Valley and signature banks. And so they declared them systemic risk. They made the uninsured depositors whole. They, they shoved some of the costs back onto the, the, the shareholders who, were, who basically are wiped out. Um, but generally speaking, they, they bailed those banks out or they bailed those depositors out. Um. Yes. Don just tweets at me. So you're saying the transitory inflation is still with us? Yes, sir, I am. That's three years of transitory. Well, not, not quite yet. But getting to two and a half years of transitory? Yeah, I think we're about there now. So if you dig into those numbers, I'm just going to go back. Let me go back and, and, and read through that one more time. Um the categories, airline fares up 4%. Hotels and motels, motels. This is just for March. This is month over month, not a year, not an annual rate. This is just month over month. Airline fares. I just I just got myself tickets to to do a little travel in May. And and shocked at the price of tickets. Um my um I mean, my, I, I'm, I'm traveling to visit family. One of my other family members is traveling from some other place and, and said, ticket prices are so high, I'm going on spirit. I, I sent her the prayer emoji. Um, 
And um, and that's up. Hotels and motels, motels, three percent. Motor vehicle insurance up one point two percent. What does that tell you? It tells you what you've heard from me on on this show for the last six months. If it involves purchasing an experience, if it involves a service that allows you to enjoy something in person that you couldn't enjoy uh, in 2020, people are willing to pay higher prices. And you can't blame a business for saying, well, great, then I'll charge a higher price. Why not? And and so that's what's happening right now. Um, now, there are... There are some prices that were transitory to go to Don's point, right? There are some there were some prices that were labeled transitory. Used car prices fell nine tenths percent in March. That's nine months in a row they've come down. Medical care services down half a percent in March. That's okay. That was up 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 up. But in the last three months that's been down. Um but as, as Brian Westbury at uh, First Trust observes, uh, inflation is still a problem in the U.S. economy. We're going to talk more about that here coming up in just a moment. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something. Something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly. There were no hidden costs in their quotes. And the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. The Ramsey Show. I don't have credit card debt. I don't have student loan debt. I don't have car payments. I'm under control and I got a pile of money. You know what would happen? The economy would collapse. No, it wouldn't. The economy would boom. Weekdays from 1 to 4 p.m. Live on the Biz 1440. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, Biz 1440. 
There's so much to learn here. Um, I've been clicking through a number. I just tweeted to you that uh, Paul Krugman thread on inflation. I actually find that that super interesting, and I would encourage you to uh, to open it up and and scroll through the entire the entire piece. I think that's good. The Ben Castleman thread I also posted earlier this morning is is worth your read too. What's the point of both these things? The point is that that we're we're having a hard time. I'm giving you the CPI data, and you might wonder why am I kind of going fast through it. This is supposed to be inflation Saturday. And my reaction my reaction to the data is I'm no longer sure I know what I'm reading. Um, I have been increasingly concerned about a couple of points. First of all, and this is very, and I apologize, sometimes I think I'm too wonky. On the other hand, I've probably driven all the non-wonky people out of regular listenership to this show, so I've left so I'm left with only you, my wonky friends. And so I say, let's dig in. Um first wonky point. Um a lot of the data that we're using is 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 seasonally adjusted data. And I spend a fair amount of time when I teach uh, forecasting. Uh, and even in my intermediate macro course, I take about 15 minutes to explain the process of seasonal adjustment. I haven't, I will tell you, I haven't been in a classroom for, you know, regularly except for one graduate macro course back in, I want to say, 2016. Before that, it was 2013, and since 2016, I haven't taught a regular course where I was doing the full 16-week or, if it was a compressed session, maybe a five-week course. I haven't done one of those in, in a while. I, I, when I leave the dean's office, I expect I'm going to do that again. I'm looking forward to it. I've still been saving and and trying to keep an eye on what I would like to have for notes. Here's one of the things I'm going to do. I'm going to try to spend more time talking about seasonal adjustment because this period has demonstrated its limitations. The way we've done this and the way you normally do this is, is you sort of say to yourself, for March, how, does, how do these data look compared to other marches? Or, uh, uh, and we do that by trying to say, I want to make sure that the variation I'm showing in the growth rate of prices which is what inflation is, is corrected for any change. I, any changes I would normally see between February and March. Example: I am a member of the. I one of my public roles is I serve on the airport authority uh, on behalf of the city of Saint Cloud for the regional airport here, which is which is an authority that is that is created by three counties and the city of St. Cloud, but the three counties that St. Cloud overlays, um, Sherburn, Benton, Stearns, and, and that. I represent, the, I, I, I have a seat representing the city. Um, that airport is largely an airport that serves the, 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 the leisure traveler. Leisure travelers are very, very seasonal. The biggest season is March. Why? Because that's when spring break is. And it's not the college students I'm talking about. I'm talking about families. Families get out of here when, it's, when, when, when the school districts let kids out for spring break. Our people go. You know, people in St. Cloud get on planes and they go. And we have flights that go out. We have flights that go out to Arizona, flights that go out to Florida. Um, regularly scheduled commercial flights. The, air, the parking lot we have is full. My when when I, when the airport authority was created, which was fairly recent, um, at the time the city owned the airport before it was given to the authority, um, and the city chose not to charge for parking. As a result of that, everyone come bring their own car. They'd park it out there. The parking lot would be full, and people would be parked in fields alongside a county road that runs along runs on one edge of the uh, of the airport. It was just packed. And 
And I so I did did this I did this study to say okay well if we chart we can't have people parking like that we really should figure out how to do this and my I tell people if you want if you want to ration parking charge a price for it charge them some nominal amount okay I don't know what it costs exactly to park at the at MSP airport it's but what we charge is about one fifth that price okay we charge we. We currently charge seven dollars a day, and I think uh, I think uh, MSP is probably you know above thirty dollars a day. I don't know the exact price uh, off my off top of my head. But the thing we had to figure out was, in terms of thinking about seasonality, was not would the parking lot have enough spaces in December or July, but would we have enough spaces so that we would just barely fill the parking lot in that peak month of March. Because there's no month where people fly in and out of that airport more than March. That's seasonality. And so if I want to compare and they say, oh, look how much more money we have, I say, yes, well, it's March. You have to compare it to another March. And since they hadn't charged for parking even two years ago, I can't do a seasonal adjustment. And so I tell them, what would you know what is this good for us i said well it's march i don't know you know it it it, it kind of matters but here's my point during the pandemic any number you got was influenced not just by seasonality but it was also influenced by this huge exogenous shock forgive the clap but i need you to hear this to, to emphasize it was so huge that the ripples from the shock that happened from COVID have completely swamped and disguised the signal that you get for seasonal months. And the way we do seasonal adjustment in the data that we use, not just the United States, but this is accepted practice in every major country, is to try to use a statistical method to filter out what a normal season looks like, which requires you to be able to pick up that signal, the seasonal signal, out of all the other impulses that are happening in the data. When you have this humongous tidal wave called COVID go over your data, I feel confident in saying, and I think I could actually write a paper to show it uh, using, using statistics and math, that you're not going to be able to pull the signal of seasonality out of that in the way that the that the Bureau of Labor Statistics and, and the Bureau of Economic Analysis do it. Uh, what's called Census X12 or X13, when I was growing up it was X11, um, that, that model can't work when you've got such a huge shock go through it. So I think that that's one that's an area where we're having a significant concern. The other piece of it, though, is that, and this is where the the Krugman thread I think is actually is actually useful and interesting, is to think about how do you tease out. And it gets to the question that um, that that Don had made, or or the comment Don made about two and a half years of transitory. I would argue that that rather than thinking about transitory, I still rely on a model of thinking about cycles, of business cycles, that actually use, thinks of it as a mechanism whereby you send some shock into a system. Okay, I used a clap before, but but think of, think about the pushing of a swing. Right, I push it once. And it then rocks back and forth. But if you've ever pushed your child or your sweetheart on a swing, you don't just randomly pop the swing because, of course, then it not only goes forward and back, but it twists side to side. It jumps around. You have all kinds of things going on with it. The push you're trying to make is just a nice push to allow a person to swing back and forth with only momentum to go forward and back, not momentum to go side to side, not momentum to spin the swing or anything like that. When you get this huge shock 
And that, that huge shock not only is mechanical, but it includes human behavior. Teasing out what a normal month looks like is simply very difficult. And teasing out what of it is the transitory part versus the permanent part is very, very, very hard. One of the things that, that the Krugman th- uh, thread points out, which I, which you have to sort of dig in there to see, is this idea of a, an embedded versus non-embedded inflation. What Okay, and to me, if I'd used the word non-embedded rather than transitory, would that have been more persuasive? I'm speaking on Krugman's behalf. I, you know, just because I thought inflate, I said the transit, you know, team transitory was silly. Team transitory thought inflation was only transitory. I don't disagree that some part of inflation was transitory. But the problem is the shock that happens has both transitory and permanent impacts. And in extremely noisy data, trying to filter out the transitory part from the permanent part is, ex- is very hard. And that's what Krugman's trying to wrestle with, is, is how do you pull those apart? And the way we pull those apart, and I'm going to give you an example for this after the next break, the way you try to pull those apart is through storytelling. Okay. We are, okay, Ed Lemer, you say we are pattern-seeking, uh, uh, we are pattern-seeking seeking storytellers. We look for patterns in the data that allow us to tell a story. And usually in our head, the story predates the pattern. We look at the pattern and we try to fit it to the story we already had in our head. And if we can use that pattern to fit, and and we are geniuses at taking patterns, <clears throat> taking a bunch of data and turning it into a pattern that, that confirms our priors. Confirmation bias is really, really strong. So I'm going to give you an example of what I think is 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 that. I'm going to I'm going to play it for you right after this. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Dennis Prager here. Sue and I mean it when we say dogs are part of our family. We love Otto and Snoopy so much, and there's nothing like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with Rough Greens, R-U-F-F, because we want them to feel healthy and be with us as long as possible. I know Charlie Kirk feels the same way. The Pragers and I couldn't agree more. I rely on my trusted furry friend, Mr. Briggs, who's an absolute machine, and he relies on me to provide what's best for him. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed Rough Greens, not a dog food, but a supplement full of vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, and omega oils that Mr. Briggs absolutely needs and loves. Trying Rough Greens for your dog just makes sense. Greetings, naturopathy Dr. Dennis Black here. I'm honored that the Pragers and Charlie trust their dog's health to Rough Green. I'm so confident that Rough Green can help your dog too that I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, dog food is dead food, but it doesn't have to be. Go to ruffgreens.com. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor. Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Kowarski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Arby's Computer Service. 
You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems a boot. Arby's Computer Service. King Ding Show, the Biz fourteen forty. Thank you for listening this morning. Uh, let me go. I need to move a couple things around to get to where I need to go. Uh, here we are. I think I got it now. Uh, do, do, do. Okay, yes. So let's 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 do this. I want you to listen to to Larry Fink. He's the CEO of BlackRock. Okay, big investment company. Um, and he was on, I think this was from yesterday on CNBC, um, doing a little bit of a, of a victory lap because they had, um, they had beat their earnings per share number, um, just recently. Um, and, um, and, and he was on and began to, um, pontificate about, um, about uh, inflation. So let's play this. This would be, I believe, cut number five. As I said in my CEO letter a few weeks back, I believe inflation is going to be stickier for longer. In other words, I think we're going to have a four-ish percent floor in inflation. I think the numbers today kind of reconfirmed that. The market got ebullient over a five percent print down from six, but uh, you know, I you know that still plays into what I think is going to happen. And I think a lot of it has to do with geopolitical issues. We have moved away from this whole concept of globalization. We moved to fragmentation. But nobody asked the question, if we want to have national security for food, national security interests for chips and energy, no one's asking this essential question, at what cost? Yeah. And, and so what we are seeing is we're moving more and more supply chains here, but at what cost? Okay. And I listened to that, and I... And and part of me was was like, I'm you know who has two thumbs and loves free trade. This guy, right? I I I love free trade, and says yet we had we had supply chains that were fragile. We had right, and and, and so he's and so he's making a point that I 100 percent agree with. That point being. I think, for, you know, I think, what we thought of as being bad, fragile, uh, bad, fragile supply chains, is actually a byproduct of something we like, which is we want more stuff at lower prices. Okay. So I agree with him that the decision to reshore or multi-shore—I've heard this phrase lately, where it's like I'm going to make sure I'm going to go find. Other places, I'm not going to completely leave China, but I'm not going to solely rely on China, as, you know, as being being my supply chain. I'm going to go use some other place. I'm going to use some other places too. And so maybe I set up a place. Maybe I set up a maquiladora in, in Mexico, or maybe I maybe I explore Vietnam as being an option, or Bangladesh, or or, or some other place. Okay, in in, in Asia. That's and he makes what I think is a salient point, which is that's not that's not a costless activity. But if if you like me believe that that in Milton Friedman's diktat that 
Inflation is everywhere and always a monetary phenomenon. The point here is we would still get this, that, that inflation is, the inflation that he's talking about is, is caused by something other than the impact that he's discussing. Yes, goods cost more when you actually go through the process of multi-shoring, when you decide to build up redundancies in your process, it ends up costing you more, right? When you decide to be less fragile, you are sacrificing some of your profitability for reliability, okay? It's trade-offs all the way down, friends. It's just, it's, he's just expressing... The fact that when you decide to uh, change where you're where you're making that trade off, you're going to end up spending more money on procurement, shipping, coordination of the del- coordinating the delivery, so that maybe just in time isn't quite just in time, and you need a little more warehouse space, and you need a little more time to to maneuver your inputs through to make your output. Yep, that's true. But that actually shows up in GDP. The argument for trade isn't getting isn't because you get stuff cheaper. It's because you get more stuff. Why do I like free trade? Not because because Larry Fink gets more stuff when there's free trade. It's because you and I, when we or, or and Spencer, when we go to the grocery store, or we go to the Target to pick up a new pair of socks or. Or, or a T-shirt because it's warmer outside. That there's more, uh, there's more variety, there's more opportunity, and yeah, it's at lower cost. And and now you can afford an extra pair of socks or an extra T-shirt. It's not for the low. The, the only value of lower prices is it gives you the ability to buy more stuff. Right, and I think. And and I think we live in a world where where things are very abundant, and part of the reason for that abundance was a supply chain system that breaks up easier than perhaps we would like when COVID hits. It turns out it wasn't impregnable. It turns out that you could break it. And now that it's broken, you're saying to yourself, well, I don't ever want it to break again. I do. Why? Because making it perfectly safe costs too much. There's too much lost output. Have you ever missed a plane? Have you ever have you ever gotten to the gate and the plane and the plane and the gate's shut and the plane is taxiing away? I have. Why? Because the amount of time I have to spend in an airport is wasted time by and large. It's less wasted, you know, when there's Wi-Fi. It's less wasted when I have a cell phone and can talk to my children or to my wife or or to my colleague or do a little business. Yes, all of that is true. All of that is true. My daughter is uh, with with someone driving in a car between two cities, and her complaint is, I wish I was on a train because if I was on the train, I could be working. Right, all that is nicer, but nonetheless, the ability of us to be able to produce more stuff, to have more options, that requires us, you know, that requires us to make these choices about about reliability versus cheapness. All right, you want more stuff? That's great, but it means from time to time we're going to be out. And from time in time time when this tidal wave comes through, it's back, it's back there. I will tell you. I think Fink is a hundred percent wrong on this particular point. I don't think inflation stays at four percent. I think with the money supply growing, actually shrinking, over the last six months, I don't think inflation can stay at four percent. What he's describing is the fact that. The process of reshoring and multi-shoring and all of that is actually going to end up making it such that the prices of goods will rise and then stop rising. 
Remember, inflation is a continuous phenomenon of rising prices. When, when a price changes and then stops changing, it's not that you had inflation and then no inflation. Yes, in a mathematical sense, you had inflation. You, know, you had inflation of 10%, then inflation of 0%. What I would call that is a change in the relative price of those goods. And that's part of the reason why we're seeing a recession in manufacturing. We're seeing a recession in, in, in the goods sector. Why? Because we had a large jump in prices. Okay, the phenomenon by which he thinks inflation sticky at four is actually my explanation for why there's going to be a recession this year, driven out of the goods producing sector, driven out of the construction sector, because we had a sharp increase in the inputs in the price of the inputs. And then that sharp increase stops. And that's how that inflation rate gets stacked down below four percent, unless the Fed pivots back to saying, oh, I have to support the banks. Oh, I have to I have to put some more money into them. OK, if they do that, OK, that really is a problem. But I don't I actually wonder if that's in fact what's going to happen. And we'll play some of those clips for you where the Fed is basically trying to tell you, you know what? I really think we're still going to have they, they, they are still saying inflation is too high and they're not really hedging their bets on this at all as much as the press is trying to tell you as much as the talking heads on bloomberg and cnbc are trying to tell you no 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 what the fed is telling you is our eyes are still firmly on inflation we'll be back after this you're listening to the king banging show on the biz 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. The Ramsey Show. You're also supposed to enjoy money. Now, some of you that overspend out there, you spend like you're in Congress, you don't have any issue with this enjoying money thing. Enjoying money without overdoing it is a sign of maturity. The Ramsey Show, live every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay. 
or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Feedback here on the King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440, both on Twitter and uh, on the phone at 651-289-4477. Hey, John, good morning. How are you today, sir? Oh, very good. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, I wanted to ask you, the Minneapolis Star Tribune had a front-page article right at the top on Thursday, and the headline reads, Metro Inflation at Two-Year Low." Moderating housing prices kept Twin Cities below the national 5% inflation rate in March. And they also quote an economist maybe that you know. Uh, I believe the last name was Shipper. He's a uh, professor, associate professor of economics at the University of St. Thomas, who said he was pleasantly surprised by this. Uh, I, I'm just wondering how that fits in with anything is are we just better off in minnesota because of uh things that have occurred here well let me say two let me say uh two points to that uh uh first of all and i do have the article in front of me john um i i, I opened it up after uh after uh, spencer put this in the uh, in the uh on my screen to say hey uh john wants to ask you about this article uh i have uh I have it there, uh, and I would say he says pleasantly surprised by this. I don't know Professor Shipper. Uh, I haven't met I haven't met him yet, uh, but um, but uh, he he said. But he also said right after he said he's pleasantly surprised. I can also see the pushback from that person at the grocery store that says my cup of English breakfast tea is still more expensive than it was. I'm not seeing this yet. Unquote. Uh, I he okay. What he means by that is we see that prices are higher. And and people think that the price of their tea should be go back to the old price. It's not going back to the old price. And the reason it's not going back to the old price is because the money supply is much higher than it was before. And the quant, you know, in the equation of exchange being what it is, it it can't go back to where it was unless we take that money out of the system. And we we can't do that because the banks are now quite dependent upon it. What I think this, but but the other point that I would make, John, is in Minnesota we saw prices rise a little bit slower for for, um, and I think this is just a CP, this is just a base CPI number in that Star Tribune piece, and I'll tweet it to everybody so that we can all we can all talk about the same article. You can see the Twin Cities inflation turns around and comes back down a little bit quicker than elsewhere housing prices in the twin cities did not rise as fast as they did as they did say for housing in other parts of the country and you know i know where housing prices are rising the fastest generally speaking the southeast united states okay those states are those states are growing faster texas is growing faster um in the, than than elsewhere um, so Twin Cities rate last month of 3.4%. Hawaii was lower. Where was it faster? Tampa, 7.7% inflation. Now, here's the thing, John. Is Tampa 7.7% inflation a bad thing or a good thing? Okay. He, I, I'm thinking he's not on the line anymore. So they would, yeah, I'll I'm just, still I'm, here, but I just, oh. I wouldn't, I didn't know the answer to that. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I, well, good. I'm glad you. I'm glad you don't, because it gives me a chance to do a little bit of teaching, right? Because because Tampa, Minneapolis, Washington, Dallas, Chicago, all of those are named in that article. All probably had the sub, same supply chain problems. So where must be the difference then? They all experience the same money supply. So where does the difference come from? It comes from the demand side. People demand things more in Tampa than they do in Washington or Chicago or Minneapolis. Why is that? Because people are moving there, right? People are moving to Tampa. Okay, I'm not going to, you know, the political side of that of, of that point, I'll leave to my colleagues Mitch Berg this afternoon and, and Brad Carlson on Sunday. But 
you and I know Tampa's been, Florida, generally speaking, is gaining population. Guess what happens when you're gaining population? Housing prices go up. Food prices go up. Prices for everything goes up. Is that inflation a good thing or a bad thing? Right? So I wonder, I wonder if anyone perceives this story in the way I perceive it as a statement that prices aren't going up in Minneapolis because people are not there to buy stuff. Right? And, uh, you know, you in in the world we live in, everyone's so sensitive to inflation. When numbers come out that inflation is lower in Minneapolis, our reaction is, yay, we must be doing something right. I actually think it might be a sign that you're doing something wrong. Because it means the demand for products where you live is less than the demand for products in other parts of the country. So that's my reaction to it. Um... Uh, um you know, uh, and, 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 and so I'll, I'll leave that alone. And I don't want to, I'm not going to get into a tit for tat uh, trying to discuss uh, the work of uh, the, the comments of uh, Professor Shipper. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just set that aside. Hey, thanks for the call uh, very much. I also wanted to uh, at least cite, and I, I use so much time to discuss that, I don't have time, don't have to... Uh, uh, I don't have time to do this. Um, the uh, the comment that Don makes, be a scientist, assume your hypothesis is incorrect, make your data publicly available and help others disprove the hypothesis in reference to, uh, in reference to the Paul Krugman line. Let me just say, I wish it was that easy. Um, I would encourage you, Don, and other listeners to look up uh, the falsification crisis, or excuse me, the replication crisis, it's bigger in psychology, or at least it's further along in understanding it in psychology, but economics has it too. The inability to replicate someone else's work, which is a, which is a core principle in the natural sciences, in the social sciences, we got a problem with that. So it's a great point you're making there, uh, and uh, something that I spent a fair amount of time thinking about. We will be back right after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show. On the biz, 1440. Does inflation have you worried? Maybe you have an appliance or two on life support or dated ones that need to be renewed before the holidays? Don't worry. Appliance Renew has your back. Hey, it's Michael, owner of Appliance Renew. We have a large inventory of brand new name brand scratch and ding appliances at 20 to 50% off. Appliance Renew is your peace of mind solution in these crazy economic times. We have over 250 brand new scratch and ding appliances from LG, Whirlpool, GE, Maytag, Frigidaire, and more. Just waiting for you in our Farmington showroom. All appliances are brand new with a little ding or two. We thoroughly inspect and test everything, and we stand behind our appliances with a complete one-year warranty. Whether you're looking for washers, dryers, stoves, refrigerators, dishwashers, ovens, or more, you'll find it at Appliance Renew in downtown Farmington. Stop by today or search for Appliance Renew online. Saving money is worth the drive when a little ding doesn't mean a thing at Appliance Renew. I always thought that tires would be more expensive at a dealership, but Invergrove Hyundai proved me wrong. Hi, it's Mike from Rosemont. I knew I needed a new set of tires before winter. My go-to is usually my warehouse club because, hey, they're a warehouse club, right? They have to have the best deal. I bought two cars at Invergrove Hyundai, and they're great to work with, so I thought I'd just see what they had to offer. I told Tyler what I usually spend and asked if he had a good set of tires in that price range. He gave me a great quote, and it was a few bucks under my limit on a set of four tires. Plus, he got me in and out in an hour. If you need tires, skip the specialty shop and the warehouse clubs and give Invergrove Hyundai a call. Let them know what you need, and they'll take care of you like they did for me. Invergrove Hyundai's service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive. Open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays. Call them today or schedule your appointment at InvergroveHyundai.com. That's InvergroveHyundai.com. Looking for a new way to give back to your community, learn new skills, and make a real difference? Consider volunteering with your local fire department. 
The majority of U.S. firefighters and emergency responders are volunteers, answering the call when their community needs them. Be part of a dedicated team of volunteers who step up and protect their community from all types of hazards. You can be the difference. There's no typical firefighter. Anyone can volunteer to serve their community. Volunteering as a first responder is really about having the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. Aside from helping your community and being there for those in need, being a member of the Volunteer Fire Service provides many benefits, including an opportunity to learn new skills and join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Your community needs you. Will you answer the call? Learn more and find a local volunteer opportunity at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org. Common ground for the small... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.